I'm Tommy Salmons. This is Year Zero. So it's a good day to say I told you so. But before we get to the I told you so's, I would like to wish and hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. I'm actually re recording this Thanksgiving evening in my truck next to my sleeping dog about to turn my heater on because I am in Muskogee, Oklahoma, and it is pretty chilly here, and it has been raining all fucking day, too, so it's been a nice wet cold day in Oklahoma today but I hope everybody enjoyed time with their family their friends whatever they did ate a lot of food got really fucking drunk I had a really good time and are ready to dig into a podcast um I'm still a little sinusy I apologize I will try to pay attention to what I am doing. I I do know that sometimes it does sound gross and I really regret that and I do not know how to edit properly on this app. I cannot figure it out. I always end up cutting things out I don't want to cut out, so I typically do not edit. I just let it fly and hope that y'all don't despise me too much for being a complete disgusting pig. Um, as of last week, let me start off by saying, pay your homage to libertarianinstitute.org and antiwar.com. There's always plenty of news stories and philosophical takes going up at both of the places and there they are two of my favorite places to read. Um, Scott Horton does a great job, and there's many other great writers there uh, at both places. Pete uh, Quinones, uh, Sheldon Richmond, you got Jim Bovard, uh, an anti-war, uh, Jason Dietz. Uh, there's just a lot of great, a lot of great writers, a lot of great information. They're not afraid to be wrong which is a major plus. Um, and they're not afraid to feature articles that, you know, are telling the truth, even if it's something, even if it's a truth they don't like. So I really respect what antiwar.com and the libertarianinstitute.org are doing. And also... My brother's company, while I got you here, it's BossBrothersDiamonds.com. Go to BossBrothersDiamonds.com for all your dabbing essentials. You got hoodies, beanies, shirts, pipes, cleaning kits, I'm sure. I, I haven't looked at the website in a couple of weeks. You can go to BossBrothersDiamonds.com. Check that out. If you're into dabbing, which is apparently getting to be a pretty big thing, go to bossbrothersdiamonds.com for all of your dabbing lifestyle needs and pay your respects to my brother and his startup company over there, out there in Colorado, Boss Brothers 
diamonds.com. I don't know why I it, that that always seems to trip me up. It's all it's like two B's and then diamonds dot, you know, the two D's. It's like you're always I mean, I'm just I stumble over that. I need I guess I need to slow down boss brothers diamonds.com. I think it's boss bros diamonds.com actually. Now that I'm saying it out loud. Uh so yeah. One of these days I'll actually write it down and I'll just do a read like a real podcaster and not off the top of my head like a shit bag. But until then He's he's lucky somebody's talking about him. <laughs> I only say that because I know he's listening. Um, yeah, I told you so. I told you so. Scott Horton told you so. Dave Smith told you so. Ron Paul told you so. Everybody told you so. Syria. The gas attack in Syria. Of course I'm going to talk about that. It's good news, really. If you really look at it. It. Every time something like this comes out, like when, when you have the weapons of mass destruction and yeah, there was, it was devastating what was done in the name of a lie. But the fact of the matter that you can point to it and say, look, we all know this was a lie. You know, when, when the Democrats, especially right now, their, their major talking point is on this Ukraine thing. And I've looked into the Ukraine thing and there's a lot. There's a lot of smoke there. There's even some embers burning there about Ukraine meddling in the U.S. election in 2016. And they'll come out, well, 16 intelligence agencies have confirmed that Ukraine didn't meddle in the election. And you're speaking Putin talking points. Yeah, 16 intelligence agencies also told us there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. They lie for a living. This is what they do. Okay? So if, if you're giving me that 16 intelligence agencies talking point, I'm just going to blow you off. Because all you're doing is you're just repeating propaganda. And I don't have time to hear it. I've been reading on this stuff. I've been studying this stuff. I've watched documentaries on this stuff. I'm really trying to figure out what's going on here. And it's really interesting. It's super interesting. The entire story is extremely interesting. But they'll say the same thing about the about the gas attack in Syria. Well, WikiLeaks leaked leaked the document, and WikiLeaks is a Russian asset or a Russian puppet organization. No, WikiLeaks has leaked plenty of documents on Russia. Go look up the I think it's called the spy cables. There's millions of documents on Russia and WikiLeaks just from 2017. We're not talking about 2010, 2011, 2002. We're talking about recently. Here in the last couple of years, WikiLeaks has done um, a lot of work on Russia, and they have released documents in regards to Russia. So don't buy that. That's it's bullshit. This is this is the talking point they were going to continue to use to demonize a journalist by the name of Julian Assange, who is going to die in prison for publishing war crimes that were committed by the United States. And yes, WikiLeaks 
leaked the email. WikiLeaks has also put out the whistleblower uh, information on on those coming out and in saying, no, this is bullshit. This entire fucking case, this the way that they put the information together, the way that they put the the evidence together, it's bullshit. They did it intentionally. What they did is they they said, okay, this is the ends that we have to meet. We we reach our conclusion. Assad gassed his own people. Now let's find the evidence that proves that. And if we can't find the evidence, we are going to manufacture evidence and we are going to leave out just enough to make it so obscure that that it looks like Assad gassed his own people because we say so. And once again, the intelligence communities or the intelligence agencies are lying. Plain as day, they are lying. And they will keep lying. They're going to keep telling you these are Russian talking points. And they'll keep saying that for the next couple of years until one day one of them finally admits, well, yeah, that was a mistake. Just like they continued to push the narrative that there were WMDs in Iraq until one day, okay, yeah, that was a mistake. But by that point, it's no longer in the news. It's no longer an effective strategy to use because they've moved the goalpost. Shit, in Syria, they've already moved the goalpost so far away from Assad gassing his own people. Now we have to protect the Kurds. But but it doesn't matter. We have the truth. The truth is out there now. So let's look. Let's look at this email. This email is super interesting. So let's look at it. I got it right here on my phone. I got quite a bit, bit of stuff here on my phone that I, I do want to look at because Caitlin Johnstone has done a couple of good articles on this as well in the last week. And let me see. Is this it? Yep. Internal OPCW email. So I'm not going to read the entire thing. I don't think it's necessary. I will put it in the show notes. You can all go and read it yourselves. Uh, we'll put it on the libertarianinstitute.org with, uh, as well uh, with the show. And you can all go read it yourself. But there are some lines in here that I want to, to make sure that, that are highlighted here. So in the email that – and it's, it's, it's titled – Grave concern about the redacted Duma report. He says, after reading this modified report, which incidentally, no other team member who deployed into Duma has had the opportunity to do, I was struck by how much it misrepresents the facts. Many of the facts and observations outlined in the full version are inextricably interconnected and by selectively omitting certain ones 
an unintended bias has been introduced into the report, undermining its credibility. So he's saying, I know you didn't intentionally omit these things to give a false narrative, to to feed a false narrative as to what happened in Duma. But that's exactly what it looks like. It, it, it misrepresents without the full narrative, without the full story, you're leaving enough gaps in it where people can come to the conclusion that Assad gassed his own people. He then goes on into, uh, in paragraph two, to basically state that the amount of chlorine that was detected was parts per billions and that it was not enough sufficient evidence to prove that there was actually a chlorine gas attack that this would be the same amount of chlorine found in a freshly bleached home. He goes on to say the redactor report states that the gas was likely released from the cylinders. The original report purposely emphasized the fact that although the cylinders might have been the sources of the suspected chemical release, there was insufficient evidence to affirm this. The original report discusses in detail the inconsistency between the victim's symptoms as reported by witnesses and seen in video recordings. Omitting this section of the report has a serious negative impact on the report as this section is inextricably linked to the chemical agent identified. It either supports or detracts from the confidence in the identity of any possible chemical. The original report has extensive sections regarding the placement of the cylinders at both locations, as well as the relative damage caused to the impact points compared to that caused to the cylinders suspected of being the sources of the toxic chemical. And now, and, and because of the whistleblowers that have come out in the past, we understand that unless this bed that one of the cylinders was found on, it has some kind of magical powers that the cylinders were more than likely placed in position and not dropped from thousands of feet above. He goes on to say in the last paragraph, just, just a little bit more, the original report contains facts and observations that are all equally valid. The fact that inconsistencies are highlighted or observations not fully understood does not just justify their omission. The inconsistencies and in observations are based on the evidence and data collected. 
Furthermore, further information in the future may help resolve them, but the fact as they stand at present will not alter and need to be reported. If the redacted version is to be released, I respectfully request to attach my differing observations in accordance with the spirit of paragraph 62, part two of the verification annex of the CWC. So that's the gist of the email. That's little segments I decided I wanted to read out of it. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And so, so what he's saying is that we completed an original report and it is not what was released to the public. What you're showing the public is not at all what we, what we were looking at. And of course it wasn't. Of course it wasn't. Because we understood, we looked at, at what was going on in Syria in 2018 and how Donald Trump was talking about, okay, it's time for us to get our, our troops out of Syria, effectively handing Assad the win. He eff effectively, Assad was, okay, I get my country back. I get to, I get to figure all this out now. I'm taking control of, of my country now. And suddenly, just mysteriously, out of a, what, in, in celebratory nature, maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe Assad was so excited that that United States military forces were leaving Syria that he dropped chlorine gas as as a celebratory measure. And he gassed his own people. And I put that in scare quotes in case you didn't see that. I'm sure you saw it. But yeah, like what did he did he mean to you know raid the fireworks shed and he accidentally he was so excited and so drunk on power that he went into the chlorine gas shed instead? I mean, is that what was happening? Because U.S. troops were about to be pulled out. This was the story. This was what was happening at the time. U.S., the U.S., Turkey, and Russia were talking and saying, okay, how can we do this? Get the U.S. troops out of here. Let those in the region that are affected by... Assad's governance come in and work with Assad and try to figure this out. Rid ISIS of the region and or rid the region of ISIS. I guess I said that backwards. And, you know, work together and get get the country back in order. Have some form of stability happening in Syria now. And this is what was happening at the time. And then suddenly, yeah, fuck it. It's way too much fun. This is way too much excitement for me to pass up. I don't know what. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be bored out of my fucking mind if I'm not in fear for my life because the United States government 
is trying to overthrow me. So, eh, fuck it. See what I can see what I can do to fucking get them to stick around a while. I like the company. So yeah, it was it was obvious day one. We knew that in 2013 that there were gas attacks that were blamed on Assad. They come to find out it was not Assad. It was ISIS. It was the white helmets. It were all these different groups that were being armed and trained and funded by the United States to destabilize Syria and therefore overthrow Assad. Because if you destabilize the region, this is the U.S. This is this is the geostrategic idea that they that they try every fucking where. That if you destabilize a region, it will cause the citizens to rise up and overthrow the leader. And it worked in Libya, and they were trying to turn Syria into another Libya. Okay, I mean, that's the general concept. They wanted to see Assad beaten and sodomized in the middle of the street. That was it. That, that, that is the gist of what was happening here. This was not some, I mean, I guess it was technically covert, but anybody who pays attention to these things on a day in and day out basis can tell that Bolivia was a fucking American CIA-backed organized coup. Like, this is not news. It's news to the people that aren't watching. And those are the same people that are arguing. Well, 16 intelligence agencies say otherwise. (laughs) Yeah, of course they do. Their job's to lie. Ask Mike Pompeo. There's a recording out there. Mike Pompeo said it was like they had basically a basic training for lying. That that's their entire job. Tell James Clapper that he's not allowed to lie. Right? Or John Brennan. Really? They're not lying. They're, they're incapable of lying. They're benevolent. They're the best of the best. And somehow, miracles happen when you enter the CIA and all your sins are washed away. And suddenly you have no more desire to participate in these worldly evils and all of that that need and desire that 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 human lust for power just is gone it's like you shed it as you walk through the door like a snake shedding its skin you become anew Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. CIA, the father, NSA, the son, and FBI, the Holy Spirit. Okay, gotcha. But that's how these people sound. They're fucking stupid. They're brainwashed. I I don't know. 
They're propagandized. They're brainwashed. They're they live in another world that that suggests this omnipotent government is somehow the epitome of of good that these that every strategic move that these people have made is for the good of of man and mankind and so if you bring them to armswatch.com and you tell them well according to armswatch.com the US interesting this is what I'm looking for the US task force smoking gun is smuggling weapons to Syria. That new leaked documents show that there's a task force smoking gun that's been in Croatia since 2017. In support of the U.S. Special Operations Command train and equip program in Syria. According to leaked emails, Task Force Smoking Gun has been operating an arms depot in the Croatian city of Pudham, I guess Pudham, Podham, Podham, near Rijeka Airport from the Pentagon-commissioned American carriers Atlas Air and Kalita Air. The weapons originate from Serbia. The buyers are four American companies. Sierra 4 Industries, Orbital ATK, Global Ordnance, and UDC. There's a British broker, Lynn Temp- Tempkel or Tempke, that is that that directly communicates with the Cro- Croatian company of Krusik in order to ship arms into Iraq to the Iraqi Ministry of Defense through Kuwait. Then Timkey is operating Ember Enterprises. She established this company in March of 2011 predominantly to supply defense products and provide support services to governments and ministries worldwide, including Eastern Europe weapons, according to information provided by ADS. So remember, these are, this is Croatian, a Serbian, (laughs) these are Serbian weapons sold through a Croatian company to U.S. companies through a British company into the hands of Iraqi Ministry of Defense. That, it, it's some kind of convoluted laundering racket. I don't know exactly the purpose. 
of maybe it's tax purposes. Maybe it's, hey, we're just organizing. These U.S. companies are only organizing the deals and they're kind of like a third party, but they're really the procurer of the weapons for the Iraqi Ministry of Defense. It's really strange the way they're doing this. They, they're also inflating the price by four and a half million dollars more than what the contract that was signed for. There's all, all kinds of leaked documents in here. I'm not going to read through every one of the leaked documents for you. I've already looked through them. And then we're going to go down here. Okay, there's – so they're using these these two – from Rejeka Airport to Al Udaid Air Base in, in Qatar, these flights from Atlas and what was that other one? Uh, Kalita are being chartered. And what they're doing is they're constantly using the same flight numbers over and over and over and over and over again. So we got seven different flights listed here. For, for 15 or 16 different planes. You see what I'm saying? So they're doing, they're doing this several times a week using the same flight number over and over and over again. So there's no record of like the amount of flights. Nobody can track exactly how many flights are going. What is leaked is the quantity of arms that are being shipped and it's insane amount of of Serbian style mortars costing each flight is costing the American public a million dollars per flight just keep that in mind leaked government official passports yada 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 okay so these so these Serbian mortar shells are manufactured by Krusik and they can often be seen in the hands of militants in Syria. So basically, there, there's no, as you read through this, you find out there's no like really end path. It doesn't really go through like, where are these weapons supposed to be? Where, who is the stated goal? Whose hands are they supposed to be in, right? And so what, what she's covering in this article and, and pointing out in these leaked documents that it they've deleted the end user. They've completely like just negated to state it in these documents. It's just blank slide. And what what is is provable, what you can find is that these exact model mortars, these Serbian-style mortars made by this company, Krusik, are often seen in the hands of the Al-Nusra Front and the hands of Al-Qaeda, right? And that it's, it's all points to the fact that what the U.S. is doing is they are using the shell companies – to procure weapons from Krusik, which Krusik was actually 
iffy about getting shipping these weapons into the Middle East because these these U.S. shell companies had told them, well, don't expect the payments to come from us. The payments are actually going to come from this British company. And this British company is going to be wiring you the money. Well, Krusik's like, this is going to cause tax problems here in Croatia and in Serbia. We have to talk to the ministers and, and, and work this out through paperwork because this is really confusing and we don't want to get caught up in some kind of like bullshit tax scam, right? And the U.S. companies are like, don't worry about it. It's all taken care of. We got this shit. We just need you to ship these arms. Make sure you're shipping these thousands and thousands. I think it said something like up to, at this point, 227,000 fucking uh, different different more types of mortars. It's like, well, it's three different sizes of mortars, but it's like over 200,000 of them or something like that. And they're like, just make sure you start shipping these fucking mortars. And somehow from this point, these mortars are shipped into Qatar through Kuwait into Iraq. And then seen in the hands of Al-Qaeda and Al-Nusra on a regular basis. So, as the mainstream and the corporate press is, 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 is putting out all these stories about the Iraqi security forces going into Syria to fight ISIS, we're finding out that the weapons the United States is shipping into Iraq are ending up in the hands of Al-Qaeda and Al-Nusra in Syria. Not just Syria. There are three stories that are related to this. All three stories go through. Um, they talk about Yemen. They talk about Syria, you know, and this, that, and the other. It's actually like a series. I haven't read all of them. I ran into this one, and I was like, well, this is interesting. And then I saw it's a series. So I'll be getting into that later on. So this is what we're dealing with, though. So it's a continue. It's, con it's the continuation of the arming terrorists. All right? And this is why Tulsi Gabbard's bill do not arm terrorist bill that she brought into Congress was kicked out, was booted out because these United States shell companies are getting rich off of arming these terrorists. Because again, let's not forget the contract was for 7.8 million dollars the British company paid out 14.5 million dollars Where, where's the rest of that money at where'd it go it went to those US shell companies right and would it shock you to find out 
that this Tim Timkey lady or Temkel lady, Lynn Temkel, is procuring this money through government channels and then funneling it into shell companies? Would that really be a huge surprise? Would it be a giant surprise if we just find found out that this was Saudi money? Would it? Would it be a huge surprise if we found out that Task Force Smoking Gun was just an extension of Timber Sycamore? <clears throat> the Saudi-Israeli American plot to destabilize Syria and start a civil war in Syria? Would any of these things actually su surprise you? We've been watching these things. We've been watching how American foreign policy continues to advance and how the, they continue to arm, train, and fund terrorists. Just like they armed, trained, and funded the Mujahideen. So, I hope Excuse me, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I hope to see more of these types of stories. Arms Watch is going to be one of those sites I begin to look at regularly as they seem to have quite a few people working there um, and volunteering there that are tracking and watching the distribution of arms around the world. So, it's a very interesting website for me to keep an eye on. And, uh, oh, y'all all get to go around and tell a loved one or a friend, huh, I told you so, as you print out this email and show it to them. Again, go to antiwar.com for all your anti-war news, libertarianinstitute.org for great podcasts. You'll see mine up in the blog. And bossbrosdiamonds.com for all your dabbing essentials. I think their logo is, or their slogan is, just dab it. So... That's all I got for today, man. Hope y'all all had a happy Thanksgiving. I hope this episode was worth the wait. Sorry I've been sick. Sorry I've been coughing in your ear the last couple of minutes. I will talk to y'all later.